Ranun Aleph Amun Aleph at the uh, Gemara, right? Make sense? Yeah. Good. Okay. So, um, right, the whole mission just talked about what happens if he doesn't write the Ksuba, doesn't doesn't write in the Ksuba uh, certain things. Is there a certain assumption that the, there is a certain assumption that since it's something that's Tanabezdin, it's uh, expected of him anyways. So the the um, Fine, so the Gemara now wants to talk about who the author of the Mishnah is. So money, says Gemara, who is the author of our Mishnah? Rabbi Meir, he. So it sounds like it's Rabbi Meir. Why the Amar? Because Rabbi Meir holds, Any person who would give less, give the Basula less than 200, and the Amana less than Amana, right? He holds that that is considered a, uh, that when the two, the, the two people are together, that, that they're, their being together is like uh, is 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 znus because they're again the, the person is doing you know giving less than he's expected to do and it, it impacts even the the uh, the relation you know the, the the ability for that to be considered a kedushin a proper kedushin property to it. So and why does it have to be mayor? The Rabbi Yehuda because if you want to say this is Rabbi Yehuda Ha'amar Ratzah Rabbi Yehuda holds Ratzah Kosei of the Besula Shtar Shemasayim Vehi Koseves. His kabbalti mimchamana, ulamana mana, vihi koseves, his kabbalti mimchamishim zuz, chamishim zuz. Rabbi Huda holds that if the guy wants to, he can say to the psula, look, I'll write you 200, but you write back to me that, uh, you know, you already accept that you already received 100, or, or I'll write for you 100, but you write back that you already got 50, right? Meaning that he, he, she's allowed to be mochel, right? She can say, I already got a rash, she says, he koseves, he's kabalti, lashon shover, right? It's like a, it's like a receipt. Ve'afil lonis kabla. And this is true even if she never actually received anything. Meaning, he can tell, Rabbi Yehuda holds that the person, the, you know, the husband can basically withhold uh, some of the money, some of the 200 or 100, even if, even if they never, even if she never received any of it. Right? It's, obviously, if she actually received them, it's something else, but she didn't. And Rabbi Meir holds that she's not allowed to be mocha. She can't say, uh, you know, it's okay, I'll take less. Right? right? And our mission, at least at this stage, assumes that, uh, you know, that even if he didn't write the amount in the, in the ksuba, the expectation is you give her the full amount, right? And the expectation being that even if she was mochel, nevertheless, she won't, you, you can't give less than the full amount. So how could our Mishnah be Rabbi Yehuda? It must be that our Mishnah is authored by Rabbi Meir. Fine. So when Rabbi Meir says, what, is, does that, what does that mean as far as the halachic? Like they're really not married, right? Is, yeah, it, is, is that exaggeration? Right? Or does he mean they're actually not married? It's a good question. That's a good question. Um... Maybe we'll see as we move along. But that, 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 that's a good point. Um, look at look at Tosos money, just for a second. Tosos money on the left side. <coughs> money, Rabbi Mayor, he. The armor called Pochis. You see that? So Tosa says, "Beperik Alpha P." Later on in Daf Nunavam Beis, Diak Kol Apoch. We're going to talk about it more clearly. Kol Apoch is a feeling bit tonight, right? That he could, even if he makes it less by saying, "Look, I, you know, I'm only going to give you 200 if the following, right?" Alma Savar the Tanabah. The assumption is that the tonight is, is is no good. Ve'isla, and she does get the money. Ve'kevin the Amar 
But since he holds, he's saying he's not giving it to her, it's as if he's not, he's assuming he's, that he's not on the hook for it. And therefore, meaning the assumption is that he's, he's assuming that he's, uh, you know, um, that he's not really giving her the money. So then he, he's like, it's Kilo, he assumes that he's not really getting married. Right? So it's like it, it impacts the, the, the das of the Kiddushin itself. That's what it sounds like. Right. Yeah, so it sounds like it's not just an exaggeration. It does, yeah, it says here. Yeah. It's going to be talked about in them down. Exactly, yeah, so we'll see more when we get there. But yeah, it's a good, good point. Good. Um, fine. But the bottom line is, the Mishnah seems to assume, the Gemara seems to assume, our Mishnah must be Rabbi Mayer. It can't be Rabbi Yehuda, because uh, Rabbi Mayer himself held that less than 200 or 100, like, no way, you absolutely can't do that. And Rabbi Yehuda holds that the, the woman can be mochel and some of the money. So this, it, it can't be, it can't be, it's Rabbi Yehuda, it must be Rabbi Mayer. However, it says the Gemara, but Ema Seifa. What about the end of the, of the Mishnah? Ema Seifa. Kasev la sadeh shavamana tachas masayim zos. And what if he gives her a hundred? We saw the Mishnah said if you give her a, a field that's worth a hundred instead of the two hundred zos, the low kasev law. You didn't say there kol nachasim the isli achrayin luksubasayich, and he doesn't say you know all my all my uh, possessions, all my uh, you know uh, fields, etc. are you know a lien uh, for. For for the ksuba, chayiv he still has to pay it, right? Shehu tenai bezdin. Again, this is a this is still he has to pay. Why? Because the bezdin says you have to pay. That's aslan Rabbi Yehuda. That sounds like the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. Why? In which way? Which way is it like Rabbi Yehuda? Because it's a different sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. Because the following, the Amar Yehuda holds the Amar Charayus to soferhu. Rabbi Yehuda holds that if a person look at Rashi aslan Rabbi Yehuda, the last Rashi on the page. The us the Amar Shtar Shalonikhta Bahrais. Let's say a person wrote a star and says, I hereby owe you uh, you know five thousand dollars. And he didn't say, and if I don't pay it for you, you can come get my uh, my any karka that I own right now. Right? He didn't say that. Right? Um, so if he if he if he doesn't write such a thing, right? Who holds Shtar the Shalonikhta Bahrais, Lomidas Hamalvin Nasa, El Sofer Ta, what does it mean that the lo- that the lender of the money you know, um, was mochel didn't care, but rather the sofer must have made a mistake because every every loan is always made with achrayis. It's always made with an assumption that if I can't collect the money from you, I'll go after your property, right? Uh, so it must be right. It's, it's as if it was written, and therefore the person can go. And if right, the, the, the point of the achrayis means that let's say if I, uh, you know, I lent someone, uh, or I borrowed ten thousand dollars. And, and, I have a, and I have a piece of property. And then in the meantime, between the time that I, that I borrow the money and the person comes to collect, I now have sold that property. Right? So the person can go ahead and they can actually collect it from the people that I bought it from. Right? So, um, so Yehuda's opinion is, if he didn't write it in the star, I don't care. Why? Because the assumption is, we all, we all know that that's what has to happen. That's what Bezin assumes. And therefore, even if you don't write it, you still have to, uh, the person can still collect from the, from the, from the purchasers. Okay, so the point being, this this line in the Mishnah then, who says that if she if he writes the, the you know the soda in place of the you know the the the, the Masayim, etc., and doesn't write nachasim, we don't care. He doesn't write nachasim. They send nachas. It doesn't make it doesn't matter to us. Why? Because that's the That's Rabbi Yehuda, right? The Amar Achrayas tells Sofer, who holds that if it doesn't, you didn't write Achrayas in the in the, in the star, we assume that the person meant to include it, and the Sofer made a mistake. Okay, and that sounds like Rabbi Yehuda. And why does it have Rabbi Yehuda? The e Rabbi Meir. By the way, the assumption is we're going to see as we move along that there's always Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. They were lived at the same time, and they always argue with each other. 
That was like it's one or the other, right? In a lot of these conversations, um, the E Rebbe Meir. If you want to hold this, if you want to say that our, our, the safe of the Mishnah is like Rebbe Meir, um, or Rebbe Meir holds Achrayus loved Tavsofu. Rebbe Meir is of the opinion that when they, if you don't have Achrayus written in the star, that's okay. Must be the person didn't want it there. Right? It must be that the that the, that the lender says fine. I don't care. Right. Uh, we don't assume the fact that it's not there means it wasn't supposed to be there. We don't assume that the, that the sofa made a mistake. We assume it's not there for a reason. How do I know? This is none because there's, there's a mission above Mitzia that says the following. Uh, that says uh, the following. Right? If a person finds a starchov, so say you're you know walking down the street and you find a piece of paper. That piece of paper says Rubino Shimon ten thousand dollars. So you find a starchov, right? If the star has within it. Achrayis, right? lo yachzer, and you should not return it to the to the person. Meaning, the, the, it says Reuven owed Shimon ten thousand dollars, right? And it says in it, and if Shimon and if uh, Reuven doesn't pay, then uh, you know, um, then Shimon can go collect the ten thousand dollars from Shimon, from Reuven's property, right? So if it has that in there, what happens? So lo yachzer, he should not return that star to the lender. Why? Because now he can go collect from that guy's property, right? And what might have happened? It could be that the guy actually paid the money. And then, you know, at some point they lost, lost their star. And, it, and, and so now the guy's going to go collect double a second time. And uh, that, 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 that wouldn't be right, right? Or, or, or we're nervous. He's going to take advantage of him, right? Um, so, lo yachs, or why? Should Bezdin nifray mehen, right? Because Bezdin will, uh, will make, him, make him collect. Um, look at Rashi. Rashi says, Right, that the lender, that the borrower, you know, agreed that his property is, uh, you know, on lien to the to the to the lender. So you should If you find it, you should not return it to the lender. Why? Right. This is true. Even if the borrower says, no, 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 it's true. I still owe him the money. Why should you not give it, give it back to him? When fire the Gemara explains the Chayshin and Shema Peral were nervous that maybe he actually paid already. Umin Halovin Nafal, and the borrower actually lost it. Vizesh Shehu Moda, and so why is he agreeing? Atzas Kenunyahi Benayim. They actually made a deal. Right? And what are they going to do? The Trof Lekuchos Yachalka Benayim. What are they going to do? He paid up already. What are they going to do now? He says to him, "Look, I'll give you the star back. Right? You go to the guy who bought the property for me." And say I never paid you, and I, I, my proof is I have the star still. So you'll collect the property, and then what? Then we'll split the proceeds, right? So, so they, they, they could, there could always be a way to to take advantage if that star wasn't properly uh, destroyed, etc. So we don't. If it's so, so if a harayis nechasim is written in it, you do not return it to the to the lender because he could use it to take advantage of the lakuchos, the people who had purchased the other person's property. Okay. Um, however, ain behen harayis. But if you didn't write a chrayas in the star, then you can return it. Maybe you should return it to the lender. Why? Right? Because then the bezin is not going to allow you to, to, to collect from the person's property. Right? That's the opinion of Rebbe Meir. What do you see? Your Meir holds that if, there, if you don't have a chrayas written in the star, what's the assumption? It's not there for a reason. Right? Because otherwise, what, what would Rebbe Meir say? He'd say, you should never return it because... You always worry that the bezin could let you accept it. And in fact, he says, "V'chachamim omrim, v'chachamim omrim." The chachamim say, and uh, just to be clear, the chachamim Rashi says, "V'chachamim." Um, Rashi points out 
the end of that Rashi, Bnei Plukte, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda Hava, Baladayah, Shabbat He lived at the same time. But Chachamim here doesn't mean Chachamim, it means Rabbi Yehuda. Okay? The Chachamim Omrim, Echazev, Echazev, Lo Yachzer, Shabbat Zin Ephraimahan. Rabbi Yehuda says, you should never return that star. Why? Because Bezin's going to allow them to collect. Right? So what do you see? That's clearly, clearly, um, clearly when it comes to this case of, of Achrayas Nechasim not being written in the star, Rabbi Meir is the one who holds that if it's not there, it's not there. I don't care. And Rabbi Huda is the one who holds Achrayas is Tau Sofer. So if that's true, you go back to our original Mishnah when we said in the Seifa that if the person writes, right, doesn't, doesn't write Anything about Achrayas, so then the mission says, so we don't care, right? Um, it doesn't make a difference to us, right? He still has to pay because it's not Bezin. Who's that like? That's like Rabbi Huda. So you went out of your way to tell me that the Reisha has to be Rabbi Meir, can't be Rabbi Huda, because the Reisha that says you cannot give, if you say you're giving less than 200 or less than 100, nobody cares. Bezin says you have to pay. That's the favorite Shashit of Rabbi Meir and not Rabbi Huda, who says a, per- a woman can be Mochal on, on, on the Amalek Suba. And the Seifa, which says if you don't write the, the, the Achrayas, we don't care. You have to pay up anyways. That's clearly like Rabbi Huda and very much not like Rabbi Meir. Right? So it's not, it's not just that one sounds more like one and sounds more like the other and the Seifa sounds like more like the other. It's, it's like their opinions are, are like polar opposites. So it's very clear and in, in the Gemara now where we are, it says Rabbi Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda. Okay, fine. So we have no, no choice. It sounds, it sounds like you have to say the first statement in the Mishnah is Rabbi Meir and the second statement is Rabbi Huda, which the Gemara sometimes will say every once in a while that that's true, but it's still not, the, it's not you know, our preferred answer. And the, and the Gemara will go further explain to you why you have to say this. Why do you have to say it? Maybe you'll say, you know what? Maybe this whole Mishnah really is Rabbi Meir because we don't want to say the Mishnah split in half. The opinion that's crazy. The Mishnah doesn't say different names. So if you want to say, no, 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 the whole mission is Rebbe Meir. Vishani lei Rebbe Meir being suba l'shtare. And maybe you'll say that, what's the distinction? What did our mission say? What are we saying here now? We're saying, how, does the, how do I know the safe as Rebbe Yehuda? Because Rebbe Yehuda is of the opinion that if you don't write the Achrayas in the star, we assume that it, the Achrayas is in the star. Right? It's, it's a tough sofer. The fact that it's not there, no, no, we don't, we don't accept this, the assumption that, oh, the person, you know, didn't want it there, etc. No. It has, the fact that it's not there means it must be a mistake because everybody always lends with a Harais. Always lends with the assumption that I can, I can collect from the guy's property if he doesn't pay back. But maybe you'll say, yeah, that's when it comes to a Shtarkov. That's when I borrow money. This isn't a Shtarkov, this is a Ksuba. And a Ksuba is different. Maybe the Ksuba is different than a Shtarkov. So if you, want to, if you want to say that, right? If you want to say there's a, there's a, there's a difference... And, that, and maybe that's why, even though Rabbi Yehuda, you know, typically holds that way uh, by a Shtarchov, Rabbi Meir says you don't need it, but by, but by a Shtarchov, but by a, sorry, by a Ksuba, sorry, by a Shtarchov, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir disagree. But maybe when it comes to a, to a, to a Ksuba, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir would be more, you know, more, you know, vigilant and say, no, 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 we always assume that by, a, by specifically by a Ksuba, that's when we assume the Shtarchov is there. I'll tell you why it's not true. Umi Shanilei, does he really make a distinction between, between a Ksuba and a Shtarchov? Vahatanya, Chamisha Govim Minamichurarin. There are, there's a price that says that there are five individuals who can collect from Michurarin. Michurarin here means from, um, like, uh, not Nechasim Bishubadim, look at Rashi. Rashi explains, Minam Michurarin, Imyesh Nechasim Benechorin. Right? Eitzalachayev Nigvin. Vimlav, Ein Nigvin Minam Bishubadim. Meaning, if the person has their own 
let's say again, Ruven borrows ten thousand dollars from Shimon, right? And Ruven doesn't pay back, so Shimon can go back to Ruven and say, "Look, any any property that you own right now, I can collect from. And if you currently own the property, I can collect from you." That's Nechasim Bnei Chorin. They don't. No one else has purchased that property, right? So that's what I can collect from. But the, the, the implication, meaning, I can only collect from Mechorah and I can't collect from Meshubad. Meaning, if he sold the property in the meantime, then I can't go back and collect from that sold property. So what are the five situations where a person can collect from the property that the, you know, the, the person who owes the money currently owns, but cannot collect from his sold property, his Nechas and Meshubadim, what are those five examples? The Elohim, and these are the five situations. Peros, Ushvach Peros. Okay, so number one is Paris and Shvach Paris. What's, what's, what's really one and two? Paris and Shvach Paris. What are we talking about? So it's a whole case we have to explain. So look at, the, look at Rashi. Rashi explains the case of Gemar and Gittin. Kedisnam Mesechas Gittin. Ein motzil lachilas Paris ule Shvach Karkos minuchasim mishubadim in Pnetigon Olam. So the, the, the Gemara there says, the, the mission there says, that you can't take, um, you, know, you can't collect for Achilas Paris and Shvach Karka from the Chasim Mishbadim. And, and because otherwise, typically means, we'll see what it means in a second, that it would mess up the ability for people to do business. They wouldn't want to do business if you were able to collect that intensely. So what are we talking about? So what's the case? The Gemara explains that what's the case? What's the case? So what's the case? So let's say Reuven stole, stole a field from Shimon. Stole his field. Okay? And then he sells it to Levi. Okay? So Reuven steals a field from Shimon and he sells it to Levi. Right? And so when Levi has the field, the, he, he improves the field. He works on it, right? And he makes it more valuable and it makes it, it, it produces very nicely. Okay? Right? And so now it's going to, uh, you know, he has to, at some point he finds out, right? That sometimes he finds out that he bought Stolen property, and now it's in a, so Levi's in trouble because well, not in trouble, but he's in trouble financially because at the end of the day he bought field that, a field that wasn't to be sold in, right? And now he's going to lose money, right? So he wants to he wants to uh, you know he, he wants to get some of his money back, right? So right? So he's going to uh, no, he, he, he's going to get, he, he has to get the property back, but he wants to get back some of the improvements that he made to the property. Right? He, he, he's, he's, he improved it, shouldn't he get some money back? So, Bezevel, Benir, that he fertilized it, etc. Vimperos, Shabbat. And what about all the, the crops that are now in that field that he improved? Right? And so, the, the, the crops are worth something also. Right? Shehanigzal, Torfa, Mimenu, Keshu, Choser, Alamocher, Shemachra, Lobachrayas. So when, so when the, again, the, the person who was stolen from wants to, he says, hey, you have my property, give my property back. So he wants him to get it back, right? So he goes back to the guy to get, get his money back. Um, so he goes back to the, to the seller who sold it to him and needs to get things back, right? So what does he get? So Levi can go and uh, collect, right? The value of the field, at least, the original value that he paid for he can go back to the seller and say, give my money back, right? Um, but the, that which he improved the field to with, he can only go back to, he can't get the chasim shubadim from there, he can only go back to the property that the seller currently held, currently holds, right? 
Um, Why? But that's because of Why, why is that Tikkun Olam? Because again, there's someone else in play here also. Okay, so the guy who, was, who bought this field that had been stolen, he's upset he wants to go collect his money back. If there's another person in play here also. So he, let's say he goes to collect from, from, uh, from Shimon, who had stolen the field, or whatever. Whoever we're talking about, Reuven, who stole the field, right? Well, Reuven has other fields that he sold to Yehuda. Right? And when Yehuda purchased fields from Reuben, he didn't know about this story. And he can't expect to have to pay for whatever... Imp- so to, to pay for, you know, to, to know when you, when you buy Nechaz Mishibadim, right, when you buy that field, you get, you get a, better, a better deal. Right? If, I, someone sa- if someone tells me a field and I say, he says, by the way, when I'm selling you a field, just know I'm on the hook for a $100,000 loan to somebody else. So I pay less for that field, right? Because I know at some point someone might come, from, come for the field and take it from me, right? But... That's true in terms of the fact that he owed money. That's not true in terms of, well, maybe the guy that you sold the field to, it turns out he built some nice house on the property and he, it's now worth more because of it. That's, that's, that's not a fixed amount. That depends on the case. And that's something that's not expected that I would necessarily know about. And if, and if I know that by purchasing this property, I'll be on the hook for all kinds of improvements that I have no idea about it and can never know what will happen, well, then I'm never going to do, do, do business with you because there's all kinds of like hidden fees that might show up. So we pay Tzikin Olam, we say, wait a second. If you purchase a property, we're never going to make you pay for the shvach that the person made to the, to the property. We just, the Karen, the regular amount, that's fine, the, the, the fixed amount. But the, the improvements, we don't make you, we don't make you pay for. Right? Rashi says, Lafisha ain't That's not a fixed amount. He doesn't know how much to be careful for. And what's going to happen is, people are going to stop doing business with each other because there's all these hidden fees that they end up having to pay for. So the point is that this is one of the examples. Peros or Shrach Peros. These are things that you can only collect from Nechasim Mechororim, not from Nechasim Mishubat. Okay, let's keep going. And a person who accepts upon himself to, to finance, take care of the needs of his wife's son and daughter, they're not his children, right? These are not things that he's not responsible, but he agrees to do it. He's a nice guy, right? So in that scenario, you can collect from him. Again, you're nervous. If you, if you start going to him, he won't agree to do this, this nice thing, right? So they, uh, um, right, Rashi says, right? meaning, so the, again, so they say, he says, I'm, I'll, I'll support uh, Jimmy and Johnny, right, for, uh, you know, um, and, then, and then at some point he dies or he's not around, he refuses to pay, and Jimmy and Johnny come and say, okay, we're going after your, your uh, Lekuchos, people who bought your, your, that property. They can say, what are you talking about? Uh, again, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a responsibility that should not have ever been assumed that he would take upon himself. These aren't his own children. There's some extra acharias that he took upon himself so that we can't go after him for that. Okay, fine. Um... And what else? Another case. The um, get chov, right? And some get chov, just get, just here just means a star. A star chov, she'ein ba achrayas, right? Uh, a star chov that has no, again, uh, not written in there that the person, that the person can pay from the nechaz mishubadim. Uk subasisha, she'ein ba achrayas, right? And subasisha, that doesn't have, that doesn't have achrayas. So what do you see? What, what's the assumption of this Mishnah? That both Starchov and Ksuba, it gets back to where we, where we were, Starchov and Ksuba are treated the same. Maybe we want to say the mayor makes maybe a distinction between Starchov and Ksuba. And the answer is this mission this mission clearly makes or this price clearly makes them the same. Right? And and Man Shamaslay, the Amra Khraya Slav Tav Sofahu, that's Rabbi Mayor. 
right? Vikatani, Ksubas Isha, right? And it says, Shtarchov and Ksubas Isha in the same example. So who's presumably the, 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 the author of this, of this Brysa who says, you know, that, uh, you know, a Ksuba that doesn't have a Chariyas, you can't collect from the Chasm Shabbatim. Why? You should have said, if it was Rabbi Hudi, you would say, the fact that it's not written there, that's a Tao Sofer. Rabbi Meir says, no, it's not a Tao Sofer. So, this, so who is this? This is, this is Rabbi Meir. And he doesn't make a distinction between those two. So to assume that he makes those, that distinction, that would be uh, not correct. So at this stage, the Gemara wants to assume that this, this that, that, you know, still ratio Rabbi Meir and safer Rabbi Huda. Um, and I don't yet have an answer or some way to explain that maybe the whole, the whole mission is Rabbi Meir. So at this point, the Gemara still wants to assume Safe, uh, you know, Rasha Rimeir, Safe Rebuta, and the government give two, uh, you know, poss- possible answers, but that we'll get to. Uh, tonight. Okay.